What the fuck was that? Dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Robots have taken over the podcast. We have kicked them out now. We have thrown them into the garbage pile and we are back, I think. I don't know. Are we I back? wonder if we sound different still or do we still sound the same? I don't know. I guess we're going to we're going to have to find out. We'll have to wait and see. I'm hoping that uh I'm hoping that we're back to normal so Welcome back, friends, to the Jerk of All Trades podcast. Welcome back. This is the robot special, where it's all about the robots all day long here. We got some awesome robot stories for you. Why don't you tell them about it, Ray? Yeah. Uh, so you should also probably tell them what time it is. Oh, it's Vader time. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go to work. Okay. Jerk of All Trades podcast, number 27 for you. Okay. Yeah, in case they could not hear the robot versions of us. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we got a diverse set of topics today. We've got killer sex robots. We've got super strong robots. We've got Buddhist monk robots. We've got hamburger flipping robots. We got a lot of goddamn robots. Wow. So, there is actually not a lot of diversity, but there really is because robotics is I'm looking forward to changing this. the game. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, first on a somber note, we have to start with the passing of a legend. Sadly, our wrestling universal call out delivered in a way that we said that we didn't want it to. So Eddie, I will let you hit this. Yeah. Um, Bobby, the brain Heenan, one of the all time greats in the WWF, uh, passed away last week. Uh, he was 73 years old and, uh, He'd been battling throat cancer for about 10 or 15 years now. And he was progressively getting worse and worse and worse. But, uh, you know, he, he fought the fight, man. And he hung, he hung tough. He stayed strong all the way through. And uh, any longtime wrestling fan of the 80s wrestling and from even before then, because uh, he was wrestling back in the 60s and 70s too, uh, we'll remember Bobby Heenan fondly. Uh, I have very fond memories of Bobby the Brain Heenan. Even as a young Mark in the uh, mid to late 80s, I hated all the bad guys. But for some reason, I wasn't never mad at Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, called him Weasel and whatnot, <laughs> but uh, he was the most tolerable out of all the bad guy managers and the funniest out of all the bad guy managers. Absolutely. So where in the early 90s, it was like watching primetime wrestling. If Bobby the Brain wasn't on, I didn't wasn't even really interested in watching it. But uh, he was on most of the episodes. Him and Gorilla Monsoon, 
the best tag team combination, or I'm sorry, best uh, tag team commentating combination, uh, probably of all time. They were so good together; it's not even funny. Had they it actually was funny though? It was extremely funny. Had they still been around to this day, they probably would have had a podcast together, and it would probably be like one of the most popular wrestling podcasts around. But uh, unfortunately, neither Gorilla or Bobby the Brain are here anymore. But uh, yeah, it's extremely sad news. I was a huge, huge, huge Bobby the Brain Heenan fan, and uh, I'm sad that he's gone. Absolutely, yeah. Like you said, he had been sick for quite a while. Um, I'd seen, you know, pictures, and I'd, you know, seen some footage of him at some different conventions and stuff. And it was definitely sad. He, you know, like you said, he had throat cancer. He had had like some sort of surgery, so he actually looked quite a bit different. Um, but yeah, I mean, he fought on for quite a long time, but it was really sad too, because obviously for the brain, um, you know, his voice and, you know, his gift of gab was definitely his strong suit. And so it was kind of sad to see him not be able to do that. So, um, so I started watching WWF really regularly, um, right as the brain exited. So a lot of what I saw on like a, a regular basis was him in WCW in which he was phoning in a little bit more there. Um, but obviously I, you know, I went back and I watched a lot of the old stuff too, and just saw the brilliance that was Bobby the brain. So, um, just what an awesome manager, what an awesome color commentator, quite possibly the best color commentator of all time. Um, and so definitely sad to, to see him go and we will definitely not pick wrestling for the universal call out ever again. No. Uh, yeah, I, I read uh, Bobby, the brains book. I think I still have it. He wrote an autobiography probably about 10 years ago or so really good read. It's one of my favorite wrestling books. If you can find it, go pick it up. I can't think of the name right now. It's locked away in a box in a closet somewhere, but uh, he came up in an era of wrestling where you had to defend yourself against the marks in the crowd that would bring weapons and weren't afraid to bum rush the wrestlers in the ring with said weapons. So there was numerous occasions where he had to knock a motherfucker out if he wanted to go home, not go home in the match, but go home, home, like leave the arena because he had so much heat with the audience. He, there was numerous times where he had knives pulled on him and he had to defend himself in a shoot with wrestling fans. So he's a true OG, and I'm glad he got paid. And, uh, you know, he's going to be missed, man. Like Ray said, he was one of the best of all time. He was a great mind, great manager, great promo. It was just uh, he was truly uh, under the radar for all of entertainment, not just wrestling. But I think he could have been an actor, a comedian, Oh, no doubt, Because man. he was that damn good. You know, had social media been around back when WWF was at its peak in the mid-80s, Bobby the Brain would have been so popular. I can't believe that uh, that Bobby the Brain never ventured out either because, yeah, like you said, very, very, uh, very good point. He definitely could have done some, like, stand-up comedy or that type of thing. So I don't know. Maybe that wrestling money was just so good that yeah. he didn't have to because he was, he was getting that good WWF money. You know, in the late 80s or when where they were just Vince was raking it in, you know, selling out house shows with 25,000 people every night. Uh, and then he went to WCW and got that Ted Turner money. So Yeah, where he kind of could just, you know, he only had it, to, basically. Yeah, he only had to work two days a week. So, uh, or, you know, 
So why do anything else, I guess? Yeah, I don't even know if he was on Thunder, so he maybe only worked one day a week. Yeah, he had, he had a he had a nice uh, gig there. So R.I.P. Bobby the Brain. Uh, Absolutely. One of Eddie the Jerk's all-time favorites. This isn't uh, – I don't throw praise around lightly, but uh, Bobby the Brain was the best. And, uh, you know, that's that's really all I have to say about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, sadly, like I said, you know, that was – we determined that we probably shouldn't pick wrestling um, because of that uh, reason. I had a bad sadly. feeling. Yeah. I had a bad feeling. I was just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we won't do that again. So um, we do have one other story. Actually, we were just going to just have the the brain section for a wrestling universal call out. But um, just real quick, I wanted to cover. So last week I was putting together the post for the website. So what I've been doing for the following week's uh, episode, I've been doing like a preview basically in which I have a picture related to the universal call out for the week. And because it was wrestling, because it was robots, I was looking for a picture that kind of combined those two things. So I looked up robot wrestler and I happened upon a picture of Mr. Max moon, who was played by Conan, uh, Arriba La Raza, uh, yeah. Uh, all day, every day. <laughs> All day, every day, from the Lucha Libre to the WCW. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, he was real big in Mexico and uh, made his way to uh, WCW after that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I was looking for that picture. I ended up going with a different wrestling robot, uh, Shockwave, who later on in the podcast, we are going to commentate a matchup by Shockwave, the Japanese robot he's wrestler. Not, he's not related to the Shockmaster, right? I don't think so. <laughs> It's possibility. Was the Shockmaster supposed to be a robot? No, I don't think so. Because he had like a helmet thing, and then he had that voice. <laughs> he had that like... He had the Stormtrooper helmet that yeah. they spray painted with glitter paint. What was he supposed to be, an alien? I don't know what the fuck it the shot. I mean, that was WCW but in the I, early I 90s. None of that made sense. I don't think that's ever been explained. What was the whole Shockmaster purpose? Or I like, don't think there really from? was any real purpose to it. I, I guess I want to know what was going to happen when he actually went to wrestle. I mean, he had to take the helmet off, right? Yeah. He, he so. couldn't just wrestle with the helmet on. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he became so much more famous, though. I actually saw that they made an action figure of the Shockmaster, and it's in the package upside down. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that came out pretty That's recently. That's a nice touch. I yeah. like that. I think they had it at Comic-Con. Um, so anyway, so I didn't go with uh, didn't go with Max Moon. And anyway, a couple days ago, I saw that his story just came out. Uh, it's an interview with Conan. He had a media press conference for Global Force Wrestling. And he was asked about um, what his heat was with uh, Vince McMahon and the Max Moon character. And he kind of talked a little bit about it. So I thought this was pretty interesting. So uh, basically he came up with the idea for a cyborg for the future with this big, elaborate, ridiculous costume. And Vince agreed to it and he purchased the suit for him. It cost $13,000 to make this thing. That's a lot of cheddar, man. That's a lot of cheddar. I told you Vince was making that money. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, he had met him, uh, he saw him in Japan, uh, or sorry, he told him about the idea that he saw in Japan for animated robot and Vince was all about it. And so, uh, anyway, he was, you know, Vince started building the costume and Conan was flying in from Mexico and they were kind of, you know, building the costume from there. Um, but at the same time in Mexico, Conan's popularity started blowing up. He was on a soap opera. And then he also had a uh, rap record that came out around that time as well. So he kind of crossed into the mainstream. 
Uh, so Conan says, so when I, uh, went to TV, I was like, bro, I'm the man in Mexico. Why am I coming to WWF? So I stopped going, uh, as excited, uh, as expected, not showing up to events had a negative impact on Conan's relationship with McMahon, who had done a lot financially to create this thing. And eventually they gave the character to this dude, Paul diamond. Uh, but it was abandoned pretty goddamn quickly. Um, and so it says Paul Diamond told Vince he could fit in the outfit and he could. So they gave him the persona from then supposedly, uh, he had this incredible heat. Uh, but when I've seen Vin- Vince backstage, it's been, Hey, what's up Conan, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's actually interesting, uh, that, that section right there. So I wonder if Vince actually hated Paul Diamond because he didn't realize it was a different guy. Like he was just like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you try to fucking leave out you know your bitch ass is back here and like then he squashed the character and paul diamond's like um i'm not conan yeah <laughs> what the fuck pretty much probably didn't have a clue if i yeah. had to guess so anyway i thought that was interesting that we kind of hear this story i'd actually never heard that story before about max moon and what exactly the whole story with that was so yeah i remember max moon when i was a kid uh he was around for a bit and then he was gone and then he came back for like a show or two and then he was gone again. So, uh, Conan, I, I, I'm a fan of Conan. Uh, I like to think that he keeps it real for the most part. I don't listen to his podcast. Doesn't he have a podcast? Yeah, actually it's pretty good. It's oh, actually, see? it's yeah. actually pretty good. It's one of the better wrestling podcasts. Probably. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I have, uh, I've listened to it, uh, a few times. So, so, uh, I, I would be interested to hear more about it, but, uh, <laughs> That is funny that uh, a robot wrestler named Max Moon was uh, a story came out this week when the Universal Callout was wrestling and the week of the robot special. Yeah. Dirk of all trades. So Max Moon, actually, I'm looking at pictures of him online. He actually had a whole additional costume thing. It's like this big fucking like mecha robot costume. Did he ever actually wear that when he came out? It's like a big blue, like it's blue and pink. No, no, that's the actual costume part. There's actually a... Uh, oh, like the dressing? Yeah, there's like a whole additional thing. Yeah, he, he wore all that shit. It was a pain in the ass because it, it took him like a minute to... <laughs> like once he got in the ring to take all of his shit off. Yeah, okay. All right. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't really... I'm going to have to watch some Max Moon matches maybe. It's weird now because had this happened in this current stage of pro wrestling with Brock Lesnar being able to wear a sponsor on his shorts and wrestlers being able to branch out more. If this would have happened still with Conan or uh, Max moon in, in this day and age. But uh, in the nineties, if you were on a soap opera, your ass is getting fired for sure. <laughs> oh, Dude, by the, I, so actually that's funny that you say Brock Lesnar because actually go and look up Max moon real quick here. Um, All right. he actually, Paul diamond actually looks quite a bit like Brock Lesnar in the face. No way. Yes. Actually go to the fourth row down to the picture all the way to the right. And it looks like an old ass fucking Brock Lesnar. And then if you go down one more from that, um, yeah, he actually kind of looks On like the fourth row. Yeah. Go to the fourth row down one, okay. two, three, four. That, then, the, oh well, my god yeah and then <laughs> it go, does look like and then, go, and then uh yeah go go to the like the oh picture oh my god go to the picture next to it are we sure that's not brock lesnar's dad seriously doesn't <laughs> that look like brock lesnar uh, in the face a lot it, it looks like brock lesnar put on the max moon fucking costume 
Like after like go four more six months of not working out. Go four more rows down, and then go to the picture second to the right next to the Conan in the costume thing. There's a guy laying on the ground. Now look at that picture. Look at his face. Wait, four more rows down from that one. It's yeah. the fourth one, picture two. over. I got some cartoon drawing. It's not. Uh, no, maybe one more down. More down. That. I got Shawn Michaels kicking his ass. Um, maybe that's not it. Anyway, we might have different search results, but he oh, definitely yeah. does look like. Uh, yeah, he fucking Brock Lesnar. He really does look like Brock Lesnar. I have a particular picture I'm looking at that I'm like, God damn, that looks like Brock Lesnar a lot. This look, it, it looks like he went on the uh, post WWF. Uh, gimmick tour on the uh, indies there yeah so oh there's the roman candles i was telling you about yeah remember uh, the roman can- oh that's conan for sure yeah crazy so anyway yeah crazy 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 there it is, there it is. so uh you know a little sad stuff a little interesting stuff from uh the universal call out this week uh no easy transitions here let's just kick off this robot special yes hopefully we can get a few laughs and learn some cool stuff along the way our first robot story is actually uh, about a handful of robot stories here, and it is our sex robot section. Oh, my God. We got to keep it real. Jerk of all trades podcast. We always talk about that blowjob robot. We always talk about some sex robots. We're, you know, we, 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 our finger is on the robot sex pulse <laughs> up in here. It's not in it. It's on it. And we are at a rapid 90 beats per minute, and uh, we are all up in there um yeah this uh this i might actually be at like 110 now cool after that intro so hell yeah all right so uh starting off this section let's talk about there is a documentary that we actually watched a trailer of i think it was our first video corner I yes think. it might have been the first video on the video yeah, corner. i think it was uh it was my sex robot and so we i actually was on netflix and i happened to see that fuck it was actually on netflix and so i decided that we should both watch it and then give our reviews of it. So, um, Eddie, why don't you kick it off? Why don't you tell them some of your thoughts and such on my sex robot? Uh, it wasn't too long, 46 minutes. So if you want to check it out, it's not horrendously long. It's a documentary style movie. Uh, ultimately I gave it a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> you give it a thumbs down. You yeah. Give it a thumbs because down? like, you know, that box that pops, you up? didn't want more suggestions. Yeah. Based I was just on like, that? yeah, just, you know, uh, it was for the show. It was for the podcast. So, but, uh, it was pretty interesting how they covered a wide range of, uh, sex robots. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was just going to be like one guy in a sex robot, but it was more about the sex robot industry and people who where, s- where it is now and where it's going to go. Sex- yeah. Who's there, there's actually people who seek out these sex robots. Like, uh, their fetish is to fuck a robot that looks multiple like multiple dudes. And there's actually a guy that's trying to make his girlfriend become a, cyborg-esque that was, type of uh, That robot. was definitely weird. I'll tell you what, there was a lot of cringing uh, going on by me while watching this thing. Oh, definitely. But I will say that they really gave you a good idea of why someone would be seeking this out. You had the one guy who was just like he had been into it since he was a little kid and he was telling his friends about it. And then uh, you had the guy who basically you could kind of tell his deal was that he had been broken up with and rejected by multiple women. And so he really got into the robot thing because he could be more dominant in that. I think that's a big thing with this, too, is really the dominance factor. You know, 
uh, yeah, in a relationship, you know, obviously it's a give and take. And when it comes to a robot, it's obviously just a give, you know, they can, you know, make all of your desires come true, whatever. Um, and so, um, but <laughs> as you watch it, you can tell that we're definitely not to that point yet. So yeah, it's still a work in progress. Uh, a lot of these guys, you can tell kind of just by looking at them. <laughs> That they would be into such a thing. That was pretty goddamn judgmental, man. Yeah, it is, but it's kind of accurate. Uh, <laughs> these guys, uh, you know, like they've been bullied growing up. and uh, I don't think they ever covered that. <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't, wasn't that half Asian guy bullied? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. He, he was recalling stories uh, about how like other kids bullied him and, and when he was a younger kid mm. for being a uh, multi uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, gotcha. uh, you know, uh, you know, you get these guys, these loner kind of guys that, uh, ha- probably have a hard time speaking to girls, uh, regular girls, not like sex robot girls, because, <laughs> you know, in 15 years, it's going to be like, oh. you can't call a sex robot, robot, a sex robot anymore. It has to be called, you know, robot X or whatever. It, it's going to have like a, it's going to have a term for Samantha. It. Yeah. So, um. Call it in its name. You know, the whole ro- fucking a robot thing isn't for me. Uh, I like to have a little bit more, like you said, give and take uh, in the bedroom. Uh, I like to have a little bit of fun and just me on top of some fucking robot vagina with zero interaction whatsoever is not a good time for me. It might be. You never know. I don't know. I just, I thought about it and I just, it didn't appeal to me. Even the one robot, even uh, the one robot enthusiast, when, <laughs> When he goes to see the one sex robot and they ask him, like, would he have sex with it? And he has to, like, mull it over for, like, 10 seconds. And then he can't give a definitive answer well, on there, it. There was one, the same guy, he saw a sex robot and he was like, man, that robot sucked. So if you're making a sex robot and the guy that actually loves fucking sex robots is like, dude. It's ugly in the face. What, what is this trash? Oh, my God. I'm not going to fuck this thing. You made a shitty fucking sex robot. Dude, my so my fa- here's my favorite things in the movie. So. So first thing, this is just an observation that I want to point out. The one guy who's like the really big robot enthusiast, probably, I guess, what you consider to be the main robot enthusiast, dude. Uh, he has an intercontinental title replica belt hanging on his wall. Did you notice that? I didn't see that. Yeah, actually, when he's by his computer, there's a... Was it the 80s version? Yeah, was it was. like the rock version? Or? No, it was the old school one with the original like WWF block logo on it. Nice. It was hanging right next to his head. So I thought that was an interesting little connection between the universal call-out and yeah. the robot thing. So. A, lot of, a lot of connections going on there. So, But my two favorite things out of this movie, for sure, definitely are, number one, the guy who is creating the sex robot who's really ugly in the face, and it becomes a big (laughs) deal, and he's going to be bringing it to the AVN Awards. And so, first off, he's like, really, uh, multiple people are talking about this thing and like how how ugly it is, and then he had to like cover it up. So anyway, he's unveiling it, and so he was about to be late. And then they had to carry it in. And basically, first off, it looks like absolute dog shit. It looks so terrible. It's basically just a fucking doll. It doesn't move at all. 
It's just a doll. And then when you touch its hand or whatever, there's a tape recorder that goes off oh, that, uh, that says something to the effect of like, ooh, thanks for touching my hand. And so the one sex robot enthusiast is like just absolutely just mortified by this whole thing. <laughs> well, I thought something funny about that guy was like he kept fucking with the head. And I guess his wife or his girlfriend or his daughter, maybe, I don't know who the fuck that was, was like, stop messing with the hair. I'm not going to keep fixing the hair again. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't the, hear that. I'm the sex robot. My favorite part of that was that he was sweating fucking bullets, oh, dude. Profusely. Sweating fucking bullets like fucking Dave Mustaine. <laughs> it was ridiculous. He oh, was so goddamn funny. nervous at every single moment. He looked like Brock Lesnar. It was fucking out of control. My favorite part of the sex robot movie was when they had... Oh, it was in that guy's garage or whatever. Oh my, the shack. Your yours is gonna be my part too. Yeah, where they got the two, the male and female versions fucking each other <laughs> in the head, and they're just the keep head. clanging heads together <laughs> like they're two mongoloids, just clonk clonk clonk. The clonk. skin, the skin. So at least for this dude, so like. I love this dude. So basically what he did is that he was in the construction industry and he saw that the construction industry was going down. And so he had a meeting and he said, we need to diversify. <laughs> and one of his employees said something to the effect of like, well, what you need is uh, you need someone to do the dishes and you need someone to do sexual favors. And he was like, well, they already have a dishwasher. So I guess I'm making a sex robot. <laughs> Uh, and so he's making these sex robots and I will give him credit. At least his sex robots do actually move as a robot. Um, but they are also horrifying. You could tell his shit was a little more advanced. It was definitely advanced, but the skin, man, the skin, like the necks, even the other guy commented on it, even though he was actually very, he was much more impressed with it. Well, they got the pelvic action in these ones. Yeah, they have, the, they have the pelvic action. A little action. more human that way. Right. I, I, I did like that the male uh, does wear a bandana as well. Nice. So where's a little white bandana. Um, yeah. Oh, my other favorite moment too, was when he, uh, asked the guy if he wanted to make a porno and he, he thought that he was talking about him having sex with the robot, but he was like, no, not, not with you. He's like, they don't need you. And then he, then they set them on top of each other on a blanket out in the yard. And that's where you get to see their heads fucking clang together. Oh, God, so. That was hilarious. That was so funny, dude. I was laughing at a lot of this shit, but I will say that it was interesting and it really did talk about a lot of the reasons why um, certain people would be inclined to be interested in something like this. So I thought it was a really well done documentary and I thought it was pretty goddamn funny as well. So I gave it a thumbs up. I gave it a thumbs up. Mm. So I enjoyed nice. it. Nice. Yeah. You know. Not for me, but it wasn't bad. So yeah, my sex. I was expecting way worse. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my sex robot. Uh, it's on Netflix. So if you guys want to check it out, definitely head on over to Netflix and give it a little go. Oh. There you go. Yeah. On to the next one. Yes. Sex robot hackers. Ooh, this is definitely fun. Fun, fun, fun. According to cybersecurity scientist Dr. Nick Patterson, we are in a physically, or I'm sorry, in a danger of these newly developed sex robots being used to physically hurt people, maybe even kill people. So basically, these sex robots that you were seeing on the uh, the documentary are going to have some type of OS implanted as a brain type of thing. And if hackers can hack into the OS, they can. Uh, start controlling the movements which they will easily be able to do because apparently the os and most of these things is very very basic it's a lot 
less advanced than even your cell phone is. And so, yeah, they can easily, you know, what, uh, with the, the one thing that I, I thought was, uh, interesting, um, let's, let me find it here. Da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, tech expert from Australia's Deakin university said hackers can hack into a robot or a robotic device and have full control of the connections, arms, legs, and other attached tools like knives or welding devices. <laughs> but what is your sex robot doing? Holding a fucking right. knife. To right. <laughs> Hey, on a weld, why is your sex robot welding things? What the <laughs> fuck are you doing with your sex robot? That's fucking crazy. Oh man, I get a sex robot and then I just like make it do things around the house. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, fix fix my back quarter panel. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Uh, oh my god, too funny. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta keep your pimp hand strong on that one. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely. Um, an interesting aspect of this whole thing that I did not think about. And I'm sure as we move into the future, we're definitely going to see more of this happening. So um, actually they have a picture in the article of ex machina. Have you watched ex machina before Eddie? No, I, uh, it was recommended to me by a mutual friend of ours, but uh, I never got around to watching it. Yeah. You should check it out, man. I heard it's it actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Uh, one of the dudes from one of the episodes of black mirror is actually in it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and the dude from Drive, the uh, Gosling, the husband, her husband, the guy that gets killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the main dude in it. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. And so, yeah, she's kind of a killer robot as well. So, ah, for a good, re- for a good, <laughs> for a good reason. Cool. So, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, next up we have the sex robot inventor, uh, outburst. This is from the UK. I don't know. I, I noticed this and maybe, did you notice this as well? There was, uh, there was a lot of this stuff from the UK. Is that, no, is I didn't it, notice that. It, is this like a big thing over in, uh, I have no idea. I, jolly old England. That kind of went under my radar. There. That was the worst British accent ever, ever. So actually this, this sex robot actually looks quite a bit better than, uh, than the other one. Would you fuck this one? Mm, probably not, but, uh, mm. it looks better. It definitely looks better than the other. You're going to hurt her feelings. Uh, I don't think she has feelings right now. Uh, but yeah, her name is, uh, Samantha. So anyway, they were on uh, a British show called the morning and this dude was there with it. And I guess it had an outburst in which it, uh, it said, uh, wait, what, uh, where is it? Let's find what the hell it said. Well, they were talking to this guy because he's letting his kids play with this fucking doll. Yeah, it's got a family mode on this thing. When it's in quote unquote family mode, which is weird. And apparently he's been using it with his wife to have threesomes. Interesting. So Sex robots, not only for the men. Yeah. Not yeah, only for the men. Yeah. It's uh, keeping their relationship together. He sold 30 of these things already. Uh, why can I not find what this thing actually said? Um, God damn it. Eddie, do you have the what this thing actually said? No, I, I couldn't. I never found anything about what the robot said. Um, it said something to the effect of, oh, okay. I remember like, is, are you thinking of the resistance? No, it says I can take many times much more love was what it said. It said that on the show. It said that on the show. 
Oh, wow. Uh, I can take... Oh, here we go. I can take many... She's bragging about how much dick she can take. I can take many times <laughs> much more love just because you can give it, and I take it all. Oh, I wonder how the wife feels about that. Oh, my God. And the the funny thing... I know you programmed her to say that. I mean, he's the inventor as well, but uh, one of our robot stories later on, actually, they kind of talk about how it tailors itself to you. So, I mean, this dude, <laughs> this dude, um, yeah, I mean, they kind of, they kind of twist I mean, this. What's and, the fun of having a blowjob robot if you can't program it to talk some shit about how she can take all fucking eight inches of your dong dong <laughs> without even fucking flinching? Yeah, and she really can't flinch because they haven't programmed her to flinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have. Oh, flinching could you abilities. imagine like people are like, oh, it's not realistic enough, so they have to start like programming these things, like start biting your dick on accident and shit. Like, who the fuck wants that? Oh my god! You, you know it's coming. Like a year from now, there's going to be a story. It's like these blowjob robots are too robot-like. We got to put real teeth in them, and fucking, that's like the you know, shitty robot gags. that we talked about. The shitty robot yeah. who makes it look like you're having an affair and stuff. Yeah. You know they're going to have a robot that's going to fucking puke on you one day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, I will definitely say that this this sex robot is actually quite a bit more attractive than the uh, than the other one. Uh-oh. Ray's catching feelings. I know. I know. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of attracted if to you go AWOL the sex robot. And you're found in the UK for uh, unknown reasons. I think we'll know why. <clears throat> so yeah so well, if you got four grand uh four thousand dollars it's all thing yours costs. buddy so yeah i don't think i'm going to be buying this thing anytime soon so they've already sold 30 of them yeah they've sold 30 of them um so yeah i don't think i'll be on the agenda for purchasing this thing anytime soon so cool oh well oh well so yeah actually uh the next story this is actually uh, I believe this to be the same dude. I think it is too, yeah. This is the same dude the same robot. from the My Sex Robot uh, documentary because it's called Roxy. Because that was the name of the robot in that as well. Frigid Farah. And it looks like it too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Frigid Farah. So basically this sex robot, which I don't know if the, I don't know if it's advanced since that documentary and I would certainly hope so. Cause it didn't really fucking do jack shit. Um, actually in the documentary, it just like opened its eyes and lips and it was horrifying. He made sure to let you know <laughs> how much time went into making that happen. And I was thinking like, man, can you get a chick to like do the makeup for this thing too? Because it ain't looking good. Yeah. It ain't looking good. Um, so anyway, this thing, uh, it has a bunch of different personalities that you can uh, basically you know, choose from. And one of them that's really catching fire is called Frigid Farah. And so what they're saying, they're calling it a resistance setting. And they're saying that it allows men to simulate rape. Um, so what do you think? Do you think that's kind of what this thing is? or? Uh, well, looking into it, it says uh, the American manufacturer has... Advertised the character as being reserved and shy and told customers if touched in a private area, more than likely she will not be too appreciative of your advance. Basically, you got schmooze the uh, frigid pharaoh sex robot a you little take bit her more. Out to a, you know, a nice, uh, nice dinner and a movie. And yeah, you can't just dive right in there. Uh, <laughs> Don't dive headfirst into that robot punani. No, you, you can't just dive on in there. She'll get pissed and uh, try to... Get she you, might piss on get you. Get your first sex robot rape or something. But uh, it says uh, 
that uh, you, if you like caress her and like uh, take your time and engage with this personality of uh, Frigid Farah, she'll open up for you. Wink, wink. And uh, you'll be able to get your money's worth out of this Zing. stupid sex robot. <laughs> I mean, that really, that, I mean, it kind of That's sucks. A lot of spy, work. I if feel, I'm going to do all this, why don't I just get a regular chick? Right. I feel like if I'm getting a sex robot, like I'm not trying to spend all this time schmoozing her and stuff like that's just kind of ridiculous. So yeah, it's kind of silly. Yeah. So the dude says, uh, for instance, you would not immediately uh, passionately kiss a person that you just met on a first date. Likewise, Frigid Farrah will also tell you she just met you if you try to move too quickly on her. So, um, you know, opponents are saying that this is encouraging rapists to find a safe outlet and we shouldn't facilitate murderers either by giving them realistic blood spurting dummies to stab. So, I mean, you could just buy a blood spurting dummy, right? And just regular dummy. Yeah. Put some blood packets in it, some ketchup. I never or thought about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I don't know. Uh, I think that this is another thing. Honestly, I think that they're kind of twisting this a little bit. Um, I don't think that that's you know. Well, exactly they don't have. What this, they don't have. It's it's they're clickbaiting. They're they're trying to get people to click on the story on their website. For sure, for sure. Because I noticed that with a lot of these stories that uh, uh, they lead you in one direction, and then when you get to start reading it it goes in a different direction. So uh, I don't think people are raping sex robots, but uh, that's what they want you to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. So Ray, have you heard about the, the new robot with a uh, 3d muscle development? Good luck raping those motherfuckers. <laughs> no chance, dude. Uh, tell me about it. Right. We got uh, 3d muscle printing and these robots are going to set new weightlifting records, brother. <laughs> 3d printing to make fake muscle fibers that's 15 times stronger than human tissue uh the device described as a soft actuator was able to lift a thousand times its own weight Uh, it can push pull bend twist and lift weight it's the closest artificial material equivalent we have to a natural muscle so basically, they're making these uh, new robots. They claim to be Terminator robots, but uh, I don't understand the whole Terminator. Yeah, I don't know, because it's like really strong, I think. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm still not afraid of these things. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, 15 times stronger than human uh, tissue, that, that ain't nothing to sniff at. And if they can make these robots build new pyramids that'd be pretty cool you know or have them build buildings or uh make use out of all that 15 times stronger because what are you gonna do with a robot that's 15 times stronger than a human i don't know other than Mm. have him go to the gym and set weightlifting records i don't get it yeah i don't know i mean i guess the big thing too is how you integrate this with you know humans right so you know you would be able to hopefully jack your car up no you'd be able to <laughs> just use, lift my car you'd be able to use <laughs> I change my oil <laughs> you'd be able to use this you know for humans hopefully use this you know tissue or whatever for humans i would 3d think. muscle printing yeah yeah right yeah fake muscles i mean it's possible make people really strong and shit that'd be crazy well could you imagine people having this in their bodies and then like fighting in the ufc and then somebody uh, dies because they got punched by somebody. I mean, it's a th- all the murder, all the murder. 
<laughs> 15 times 15 stronger than you. Ta- you're just going to be punching holes in people's faces. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here, man. They're definitely, I'm sure that that's the eventual goal with this stuff too, is to be able to use this in a human. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. That, this would be another thing that would be definitely be down for. It'd be a little expensive probably, but uh, yeah, you know. I, I mean, I'd be cool with uh, them putting this stuff inside of me. Might actually finally have a six pack and not just, you know, on the beer episode. It's possible. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Not sure how that works. I I mean, I think at this point, I think that it's not really, you know, they're not ready to be able to utilize that. Obviously there's a lot of other um, questions when it comes to putting something inside of someone's body. So um, yeah, I don't think we're ready to do that yet, but it'll be interesting when we basically can create superhumans, you know, cyborgs and shit. Half man, half amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I enjoyed that Jean Claude Van Damme movie back in the day. Cyborg, it was pretty fun. So, cool. Anyway, so yeah. Um, so with all that robot fun, we definitely have a lot more lined up for you guys after the break. But wanted to have Eddie hit social media for us, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna have more fun robot stories and our video corner, which is gonna be filled with robot videos. Uh, us commentating a match by the Japanese robot wrestler Shockwave. So, Eddie, why don't you hit him up? Shockwave, hit him not up the with some social media. No, not to be confused. All right, yeah, you, we're just getting started here. You guys know what time it is. Uh, join us at joatpodcast.com for weekly funny picks, show notes, and videos from our video corner every week. Uh, any questions or comments or anything you want to talk about? Hit us up at jerk of all trades podcast at gmail.com subscribe to us if you haven't already on itunes stitcher soundcloud or google play and while you're there go ahead and leave a comment and a review if you so choose and subscribe to us on twitch twitch tv slash joat podcast and last but not least follow us on instagram twitter and like us on facebook we are active on the social media and we look forward to hearing from you Awesome. Awesome. All right. Let's uh, hit break and let's hear from Eddie the Jerk and Audible. And then we will be back with more robots, guys. See you on the flip side. Hey, what's up, guys? Eddie the Jerk here from the Jerk of All Trades podcast. And thank you for hanging out with us. As you guys already know, I've been on this Audible for a while now and I'm totally digging it. When you use the link audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast, you get a free audiobook when you sign up a free audiobook every 30 days thereafter, and discounted audiobook pricing as an Audible member. If you already have an Amazon account, it's so easy to sign up. It literally took me like 10 seconds to set everything up. My audiobook of choice this month is Game of Thrones, A Song of Fire and Ice, book number one. If you haven't seen the show, no big deal. Go ahead and get caught up with this audiobook. And for you fans of Game of Thrones... You already know what time it is. You're going to love this audiobook. Once again, the link is audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast. Go start up your Audible subscription like a king with Audible and the jerks. Has the universe ever called out to you? Well, it's calling out to you now, and it demands you listen to the Jerk of All Trades podcast. Every Thursday night, Eddie and Ray tackled the absurdity of this world via a cornucopia of topics ranging from hot-button mainstream news, tech, robotics, progressive medicine, UFC, 
WWE, and so much more. Jerk of all trades, changing the world, one podcast at a time. All right, guys, we are back, and we have quite a few more fun robot stories for you. So leading off the pack, we have the Russian police arrested a fucking robot. Craziness. Arrested a robot. This is the promo bot, right? This is promo bot IR-77, so he cuts the best fucking promos out there. <laughs> uh, he ain't he, no Bobby the Brain, but yeah, I guess he's, he's no right. he's no Bobby the Brain, but he uh yeah, so he was arrested. Um they actually have it in quotation. So apparently it might have been a misunderstanding. He was making the rounds at a political that's rally. They, that's what they all say. Uh rec- it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. Oh my god. He's like, I got my receipt for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Uh so basically he was making the rounds here at this political rally. He was recording voters' opinions about a candidate. And I guess someone saw him and didn't know what the fuck was happening. So they called the police and the police uh, moved, removed him from the crowded area. They even tried to handcuff him. Wow. Which is ridiculous. I got to see, does he have hands? Yeah, that'd be I interesting. Can't, I can't see from the picture. Uh, there is a picture on the top of him being arrested, but man, police brutality against robots. I know. Is that going to be a thing in the that's, next 10 years? That's where he needs his robot lawyer. man. If, if a cop can't put a, put the smack down on a fucking robot, then I don't know what the fuck anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, should we, should we see what, uh, what do not pay has to say about this? We can try. Well, how do we word this? I'm a robot and I got arrested. <laughs> I'm a robot and i got we'll keep it generic i got arrested for uh let's keep it generic let's see what happens or uh you could say i don't know recording as in like oh here we go i'm a robot and i got arrested uh we actually got whoa we actually got two different options what's up uh cease and desist to debt collectors uh, so you can easily send in uh, a send a cease and desist letter to debt collectors who may be pestering you. Um, send an appeal to refund an item with impractical and unreasonably uh, warranty guidelines. So apparently the robot should have a fucking manufacturer warranty on it, so he shouldn't be able well, to no, be no, arrested. No, no, no. He needs like a document stating that his programmers are full of shit and are the reason why he got arrested it was in the warranty dude it's not my fault they programmed me to record these voters you think i chose to do this i'm a robot i didn't have a choice in the matter and you got to read the whole warranty fucking russian police god damn it you didn't know what you were getting into when you allowed them to build that fucking robot that's crazy yeah and apparently this robot tried to run away from its laboratory uh, the promo bot got itself in a fair amount of mischief. It's run away from its home laboratory before twice. Uh, in a month. In a month. The mad run for freedom ended with a battery-drained robot blocking and thickening traffic in the streets. <laughs> I've never heard that uh, that phrase before. Thickening. So uh, the robot was smart enough to run away, but it wasn't smart enough to charge its battery before it ran away. <laughs> right. And also it can't run, I'm sure. I think it probably just like, you know, 
rolls. Treadmilled. Right. <laughs> it treadmilled and then it got stuck. So. Johnny number five. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently uh, the the thing with them running away, apparently that was uh, called to be a hoax and a publicity stunt. So honestly, it's hard to think that this thing might not also be a publicity stunt, but you know. It could be. Where was this at? Sweden? Uh, Russia. Oh, Russia? Of course it's in Russia, god damn it. Oh, yeah, it. Russian police. I, I read something about Sweden. You know, all these stories, and none of them are happening here, I noticed. Well, we got those uh, the robots that got uh, that get bullied in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, beat up. I don't think we had that on the podcast, but I think I sent that to you. It was kind of yeah, funny. Yeah. Those goofy little robots getting punked out in uh, yeah, there was that one Mountain that, View, California. The one that killed himself. In the phone. Oh, you're talking about that security robot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't dig it anymore. Yeah, was that in California too? It probably I think it was the same robot that was getting bullied. Oh, okay. Yeah, it probably was then. It probably was. Yeah, they they, they got those uh robots out there in Cali, but uh not too much in the Midwest or out east. I'm so, waiting. I'm waiting. You know, the Silicon Valley, man, they're they're ahead of the game as far as technology goes. For sure. It's like a little mini Japan out there. Yes, very true. It is much like Japan, and with the transition of the century, is Eddie the jerk? So, with that being said, let's talk about the uh, the Buddhist priest robot in Japan. Pe- Sweet Pepper is his name. Pepper, the Buddhist priest for hire at funerals. Yes, so he chants sutras in a computerized voice while tapping a drum. And they just had him on display at the funeral industry fair in Tokyo. So uh, with Japan's population aging and shrinking, many Buddhist priests receive less financial support from their communities, prompting some to find part-time work outside of their temple duties. So what are we going to do? We're going to steal their fucking job. <laughs> yeah. What little job they had <laughs> right. left. Right, they they don't have much work, so let's make a robot and steal that job. What the fuck? Come on, Japan. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah, costs less than four hundred fifty bucks per funeral, uh, compared to twenty two hundred for a human priest. It's all about the cost cutting. Yeah, four forty four hundred fifty bucks for this thing. So you're saving over a G pack for uh, you know getting that robot in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's really actually pretty affordably priced. I assume that's just for him to just you know just do the funeral right you don't get him permanently for that yeah and i'm i'm hoping you know because this thing's working at somebody's funeral that it sounds better than the intro of our show (laughs) because if it's like some garbage mumble jumble like robot talk i want my money back (laughs) yeah so i just thought of something as well so you've got this robot who's getting paid for (laughs) Uh, being the priest at funerals so at what point does this robot start killing people so he can do the start funeral rights and making more money right i need to make more money god damn it so i need to start yeah. murdering some fools and that'd then, be crazy yeah so i don't know if i i don't know if i trust this guy i don't know if i trust pepper so great yeah. fucking robots man Reading funeral rites for the dead. What's next? A fucking hotel completely overrun by robots? Yes, it is. Probably. Robot Hotel. Oh, my goodness. Is this Japan too, Ray? Uh, Osaka in Tokyo. Yes, this is also Japan. The 100-room Hanana Hotel, which literally translates to strange hotel. 
and it is sort of strange. <laughs> Bills itself as the world's first hotel staffed by 140 robots. And really bizarre ones. Like oh they have my God. they have a raptor with a bow tie on. Jesus Christ. The concierge, housekeeping, probably the fucking maintenance guy, uh, you know, all robots all day long. Your room service is probably coming in by a robot. Uh, yeah, actually it is. Probably the chef in the restaurant that cooked your food is probably a robot. So it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it looks like they, they do the window cleaning. They do the vacuuming. Uh, cloak robot that runs in-house lockers. There's a porter robot. Gets your luggage. So... Yeah, this, uh, this thing actually opened a couple years ago, and they are actually looking to expand this thing now. They're making money out there. Yeah, they want to have 100 of these things um, within 2018. So Sweet. Tokyo and Osaka uh, doing the damn thing. Uh, I don't know how I feel about going to a robot hotel. That's just me, though. Yeah, I mean, I it, think... It might be liberating because, like... Obviously, there's going to be other humans there. You're going to interact with actual people. It's not just going to be you and a bunch of robots. But, like, don't you think, like, teenagers and, like, kids, like, bad fucking kids would try to, like, vandalize shit? I mean, this is Japan, though. They're a little bit more well-behaved. Yeah, they're definitely. Than us assholes over here in the States. They're going to be a little bit more respectful of the robots, I think. Yeah, so, like... I don't know. It, it'd be a little bit strange. Like I would like what's stopping this place from getting robbed, you know? I mean, I assume they have cameras and stuff and robot security. Yeah. But banks probably. have banks have cameras and shit too, but they still get robbed. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't, they also don't have Raptors with a beard. Yeah, yeah, the ra- robot Raptors. It's the dinosaur you know. robot. That's like, he looks a little, away. he looks a little intimidating, man. I don't know if I if would you f- get the Raptor robot with the 15 times uh, stronger 3d printed uh, muscles, you might have something there. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, got the Terminator eyes. that can track you down like right away and just eat yeah, you. I'm definitely not fucking with this dude. Oh, hell no. That's uh, fucking crazy. Uh, so yeah, so unless this next robot is serving veggie burgers, this robot ain't my style, but let's talk about Flippy anyway. So Eddie, Flippy. Flippy. Flippy, Flippy. Talking about my robot uh, fast food joint. Yeah. Currently employed by Cali Burger. This has got to be California. I would uh, assume, yeah. Cali yeah. Burger plans to implement, unless this is Japan and they got like a <laughs> place called Cali Burger. Uh, Cali Burger plans to implement them in 50 of its restaurants. Flippy is essentially an industrial robot, uh, robotic arm. The biggest difference is Flippy's hand. The clasping claw has been updated to a classic spinning spatula. So uh, if Flippy can make my burger in less time than, like, you know, I have to even think about how hungry I am waiting for it, I'd be super happy. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about a robot making your burger, Ray? He's definitely not going to spit in your shit. So this is actually interesting um, because have you seen the documentary Founder yet? No. Or not documentary, sorry. The movie Founder? No, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, So you know what it's about? No. It's about Ray Kroc, the guy who that uh, basically took over McDonald's and became the CEO and made a fuck ton of money. Ray Kroc! Uh, But it's interesting seeing McDonald's in its early form and like kind of, you know, being able to automate a lot of things and do things really efficiently and very quickly. So 
it kind of seems like this is kind of what they're trying to do here as well. So, you know, just trying to, you know, economy of motion, man, just trying to, you know, make things go more rapidly and more quickly. And so you got flippy, uh, flippy costs $60,000 though. Ooh. So there's a little bit of upfront on that. I believe it's cheaper than a human as well. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure eventually, I'm sure people are not making 60 K when they're working at the oh, burger no, place. No, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But they're probably cranking out like three burgers in the time it takes to make one or something. Right. So you would get your return on investment pretty quickly on this thing, I think. So, man, that's crazy. Well, maybe fucking flippy can make my fucking cheeseburger look like how they do in the commercials because not. every time you get your damn burger, it's like, you know, the buns halfway off the fucking cheese all over the fucking where it's just a mess but uh you know what else would be nice ray what's up if i had a robot to dissect all those bullshit election commercials and just tell me who to vote for you don't have to think you just got a robot he just tells you who to vote for and you vote for that person so crazy he sees through the fake news he nigel. sees through the bullshit well nigel basically is your proverbial 24 7 robot spy who just intakes all the information around you and uh spies on you 24 7 and basically where do i sign up yeah sounds great right and basically from the information he receives from you will tell you who would be the better choice for you uh on the ballot but uh, yeah, Ni- Nigel, he, uh, he figures out all your goals and what reality looks like to you. I don't know if you talk to this guy or if you type it into him, but uh, it's constantly assimilating paths for your future. Instead of learning how to perform specific tasks, Nigel will roam free and unsupervised around its users, uh, uh, around your electronic devices, programming itself as it goes. I guess that answers my question. Uh, if you are a racist, Nigel will become a racist. And if you are a left-leaning liberal, Nigel will become a left-leaning liberal. I thought that was like a very questionable statement in this thing. So obviously, um, I probably fall on the secondary thing. But so they basically had these two really extreme things. They had like either you're a racist or you're a left-leaning liberal. Yeah. Like it was like worded. You, you just can't be a normal, uh, you know, loner sex robot fucker. You right. have to be yeah. a KKK or a left-leaner. Right. So yeah, that was definitely worded in a, a very interesting way. Fake news. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> call it the way you see it, yeah, right? Call yeah. it the way you see it. I like it. So, but anyway, yeah, I mean, basically. We're the, the jerk of all trades. We don't <laughs> back down from no fucking fag, oh, fake oh. news. <laughs> See, I can't say it no more because everybody's so sensitive. But Oh, uh, man, China. That's man. how I feel. Fucking China. That's man. how I feel about the fake news. Yeah. So, yeah, basically this thing is going to tailor itself to you. It's going to kind of uh, take in what you think, and then it's going to give you, um, you know, who they think you should vote for. And hopefully it's going to break down uh, the fake news, supposedly. So to give you, you know, the real news, I'm sure that that's going to work really well, though. <laughs> that seems relatively questionable. So, well, it's kind of interesting how the it, it, it's a pretty unique idea of having a robot just dissect all the uh, the ideas and what uh, each candidate is representing and without bringing like emotion into it. And just basically pure facts, which side would be better suited for you? I think that's kind of interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it all depends on. I mean, it's still programmed by someone, so it depends on where the facts come from. So, yeah, it's very true. But I mean, just like if it gets everything correct, everything is accurate from A to Z. Yeah. Um, without you know the emails and the bigotry and you know uh you know all the emotional stuff because i can't tell you how many times i heard like i'm not voting for donald trump because he's an asshole or i'm not voting for hillary clinton because she's a woman or you know just whatever like it's just pure facts were were there actually people that were not voting for hillary clinton because she was a woman or was it because she's probably like the least likable person in the face of the planet uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons why people didn't vote yeah. for her. No. So, who knows? Who knows? So. All right, guys, with that said, it's time for everybody's favorite portion of the show. The jerk of all trades video corner. All robot edition. All robot edition. What do you got for me, Ray? Uh, so the first thing is called, uh, fabulous weird trotters. All right, I'm on Facebook right now, and this looks crazy as hell. Are you Are you all set up? Uh, I'm just waiting for this to allow me to actually watch this fucking thing. Oh, it's loading. Okay. Oh, mine go. is working. What the all fuck right. is this? Hey, all right, we have three mouths. It looks to be female mouths. <laughs> yeah. Licking each other's faces like the weird, bushwhackers, yeah, maybe. Weird robotic. Oh no! Faces. They're trying to kiss each other. Oh no! Oh they're tar- shit! They're oh, looking they're at turning, you. Turning. All right. Well, one's looking like it's going downstairs, so that's all right. Mm-hmm. Is this in Japan? I don't know. Oh, you haven't seen this either. No, I've I've seen it, but I don't so, know where this is from. This is slightly terrifying, terrifying, and slightly erotic at the same time. <laughs> why not both? Yeah, why not both? So, uh, okay. So now they've panned out, so you can see the the wires and the. The controls and st- is that it that is it that's it it's a quick one all right well that was that was that was wild and crazy i don't know how to describe wild, 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 that. wild and crazy robots yeah the fucking tongues and the fucking lips and fucking just everything about that was fucking crazy it scared me a little bit when they turned towards the camera i'm not gonna lie whoa up oh, you ready for the next one yeah all right oh boy oh this is samantha dude this is Samantha. All right. This is Samantha. Uh, what's the name of this video? Silicone Samantha? Yep. All right. $100,000 this thing costs. Oh, God. I wonder, I want to I call, I want to email the Bunny Ranch and see, like, what hundred grand could get me. Like, is that like a yearly pass for, like, the next 10 years to the Bunny you Ranch? You could probably buy one of the, one of the workers there. No, I don't want to buy it. The whole point of the bunny ranch is to go and then leave with, you know, no trace of evidence. But 100 100k. Wow. They're going to have a moral code on her. You could go like twice a week for like 10 years and still have money left over. There it is, Samantha. She costs $100,000. She's pretty sexy though, so The eyes aren't as spooky as some of the other ones I've seen, even though they're very big and vibrant. Uh, Samantha is somewhat attractive for a uh, sex robot. Uh, I, if they made Samantha into a blowjob robot, I wouldn't be mad at it. Uh, I mean, she can be a blowjob robot, though, right? Yeah, but I don't know if she has the RPMs. I don't know. We we don't get to see her in action in that video. Yeah, so. I, I think these sex robots are mainly about the downstairs. 
but I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah. Uh, but Arlen Robotics had that shit on lockdown, bro. With the with the air air valve. They were, yeah, they really did, and they, they were on to something. There. They didn't get funded though, so it's unfortunate. It is what it is. All right, so uh, time for a little wrestling action, huh? Yes. Yeah, so is this the Shockwave? Uh, Shockwave the robot versus Osamu Namaguchi. Uh oh, is this Ooh, a big, big Japan? Is it gonna be an alligator in this bitch? No, this is zero one. It's a piranhas. All right, you ready? Three, two, one. I should have changed in the future. Brainbuster! Little promo video. There's a swing moving on by. Hmm. Empty swing. Uh, polluted Japan. I don't know if that was Japan. Uh, or probably was oh, China. there he is on oh, the treadmill. This is the guy. Oh my oh, god! Arm just, wrestling. Oh man, he pushed a kid down. <laughs> what the hell? He's there. a heel, huh? I guess he's, he's a got heel. the fire. He's like Kane's robot brother. The, he looks pretty scary. He's got the Terminator music too. The big silver machine. I don't know if this is him showing up at the arena or what. Electricity is coming by. There's a truck. Yeah, I bet drove. the Great Muda fucked this guy up. Oh, that's he's how naked. he appeared. That's how he appeared. Oh my god! Oh, he's got a donut in his ass. Oh my god! This is so. Is this the guy he's wrestling, or is this actually him? I think this is the guy he's wrestling. Okay. Whoa, Shockwave! He's got the, the Transformers logo on him. Shockwave, the robot, actually has Glenn Danzig's hair. I think. I can't complain. I do love me some Japanese wrestling, yeah. so this will be interesting to see. It doesn't say what year this came out. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when it this got game uploaded was from. to YouTube on 2007. Man, not quite the packed house uh, that the no. to- Tokyo Dome usually gets for New, New Japan. There, who's that guy we watched? Well, the American guy that's kicking ass in Japan now. Uh, with the long hair, he's, he's uh, in the leather jacket. Oh, he, he had the hour-long match. Um, damn it! Why can't I think of his name? He's like one of the most popular wrestlers that's not in WWE right now. Yeah, Kenny he, Omega. Kenny Omega, he's badass as fuck. He he packs the fucking house. This guy's kind of generic looking. He looks like the ringmaster. The ringmaster, yeah. Steve Austin. Yeah, like looks like the ringmaster. Steve his uh, tights and stuff. I think it looks more like Barry Horowitz. Here's, you know, uh, you know he's losing this shit if the robots coming out. Shockwave next. the robots entrance here. I mean, he got a Terminator entrance. Dynamo. So. This is the Dynamo promotion. This is F one or zero one. I mean, oh zero one. This might yeah. be the pay per view name then. Dynamo. I better see a brain buster. Yes. He's got good entrance music. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Very uh, Lionheart Chris Jericho-ish. Oh, man. He moves from slow. WCW. Oh, God. He's got to walk like that the whole way there. Oh, my God. He does look a little bit like Max Moon. Dude, this guy's making no money off the autograph sessions. <laughs> no, he is not. God damn it. Oh, my God. He's got to walk like a robot. Pretty sure he's got PVC pipes on his arm. Oh, his music is a ripoff of Transformers. It kind of looks like a chick. Oh, it's a hood. 
I was wondering. I thought that was hair. I think it says Decepticon on the back. This is not This is super interesting, but uh, I kind of hope he gets his ass kicked a little bit. He's winning this match. I'm not gonna say he's. Uh, you know, he's got to take some heat. Just because he stole the Transformers logo and put it on his fucking robot chest and put some LED lights around it. He's got some moves, though. He he's, does. He's got the robot walk down. He is, like, seriously pop-locking that robot walk mm. all day long. He is He is pop-locking like a motherfucker right this now. This is a shockwave. Oh, my God. His music is at... <laughs> Osamu. Is this the, the soap opera, Japanese soap opera? Um, Possibly. Whoa, those lights are pretty cool. His music actually says more than meets the eye. He's like the Undertaker back in the day where he's just got to like stay in uh stay in the character the whole time, you know. Yeah. He's got to walk slow and shit like a robot. He's got to wear that fucking Legion of Doom shoulder pads. Why would a robot have a robot face over it? Those are definitely oh, PVC pipes. He those off. Those were for sure PVC pipes, bro. Oh my god. This guy's all of 5 foot 6 inches tall. If that, I mean, he basically looks like a silver luchador. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. He looks like when Ed, right. he looks like when Edge and Christian were uh, what were they called? Uh, uh, Flash Lo- photography? No, Lost Matadors or what the fuck? El is Conquistadors. El, El Conquistadors, but yeah. silver. Yeah, very true. Very true. This could have happened before that. Umba. Three handle Gridunzel. I wonder how many moves this guy can do. This robot, he's got to be programmed to do at least a thousand and one moves, right? Yeah, I would think so. Probably a thousand and five. Oh, he just made him do the robot. Oh my god. Oh. oh. Is that called the shockwave? Oh. I wonder shit. what his finishing move is called. I don't know. I'm interested to see though. He's doing a little, uh, little robot moving on around. After he made uh, made him do the robot dance with his arm. A lock up here into a waist lock. Oh yeah, waist lock. Uh, and Counter. Oh, hammer lock by shockwave and reversed by Japanese dude. Headlock takedown oh, for Mister Namaguchi. Namaguchi's in shape. Yeah, he he looks good. He's probably wondering why the hell he's got to wrestle this fucking. I mean, guy. he had he had to be in good shape. Oh, he's he facing a, a robot. Oh man, he tried to hit him with a chop there. He went from a headlock takedown to standing in the middle of the ring. All right. Well, no selling. He's just like the Undertaker. <laughs> he is identical. Old school Undertaker. Yep. He is definitely no selling everything. Got him on the Irish whip. Oh, he and... is a luchador. Oh, robot head scissors. Nice. He can't capitalize, though, because he's too slow. He only moves like a robot yeah. <laughs> when he's not doing moves. Oh, referee is. Oh, he moonwalked to oh, the. Oh, man. <laughs> he moonwalked to the center oh, of the ring. Oh, he's turned off. Oh, my God. His battery died. Oh, fuck. Oh, his battery died. Oh, oh, my God. What a heel tactic right there. Drop toe hold. That was playing robot right there. <laughs> Much like playing possum, but not quite. It was a robotic he, possum. He pretended that he was turned off, but he was actually turned on. Oh, monkey flip out of the corner. Robot monkey flip. 
goes for the cover doesn't hook the leg you think no. a robot a robot would be programmed to hook the leg yeah i don't know how uh alexander york would feel about that no no definitely not good well this guy's pretty close to gold dust he's like silver dust so he might be all right with it <laughs> <laughs> he does have a little bit of gold he really gold does look a bit gold dust esque. Yeah. oh oh try to go for he a diving headbutt the only thing he was missing was the wig if he had the yeah. wig he just tried to do a diving headbutt, and he undertakered on him. Oh, Frankensteiner. You call that a Frankensteiner? God damn it. That is a Frankensteiner. I, oh, sorry. Sorry. I would like to see Scott Steiner versus this guy. He would Steiner screwdriver him. Dude, this guy wouldn't stand a chance. And with a Good luck getting Scott Steiner to wrestle in front of uh, 150 Whoa. people. Oh, fucking, he uh, hit him with a robot leg drop right there. Had a little fancy move before it and two count. No hook of the leg again. I really think a robot would hook the leg every time. Oh, he's going to go for a tombstone, dude. Backslide, backslide. Oh, shockwave. Oh, oh La Mahistra Cradle. La Mahistra. You know how long it's been since I've seen a La Mahistra Cradle? I God, I miss WCW. Yeah. Oh, go for another backslide. Oh, reverse. Oh, flip over. Got Body kick. slam. Oh, no. What's that oh, thing called? Michinoku driver? Michinoku driver. Oh, it's not a finish. No. All right. Well, the robots got all the... All the... Uh, Ooh, oh, what, what is, is that? There's that? a neck... Hangman's neck breaker or something? Yeah, that was a modified uh, neck breaker there. It looked kind of cool. All right. Top rope. Robot on the top rope. 450 oh, robot splash. Shockwave. The 450. Oh. Oh. He wins. Shockwave has done it. He has done it. Hit the 450. Won the match. Wow. You know, he ain't that bad. No, no. He's basically a luchador. He's got to walk around all goofy, but, uh, yeah. you know, he got the job done. So there it is. Uh, Shockwave, the Japanese robot versus... Osamu Namaguchi and uh, yeah, Shockwave. Namaguchi son. Namaguchi did the job. So sorry. So all right. So Inspire Robot and then Universal Call Out Topic Generator and then yeah. Let's... We will see you guys next week. So yes. uh... hope you guys enjoyed the <laughs> robot spectacular. Inspire Robot for the week. I have a, a couple holding hands, looking at each other. And the text says, genius is controlling the media. There you have it. May have to post this one on Instagram. I don't know. That's a good you one. You should, yeah, save it up, man. All right, Genius here we go. is controlling the media. I got an alien. Uh, I've got an alien walking down a hallway towards a bright light. It looks uh, basically like if you remember Bret Hart walking down that hallway back in the day. It looks ah, like that, but it's an yeah. alien. It said... How would things look if celebrities took money from the middle class? <laughs> well, that's weird. Not sure what that means. Yeah, but. don't they already take money from the middle class? Yeah, I think so. Or, or like, you know, if you make a movie and then someone pays to go watch your movie, you're making money off the movie. Yeah, or some shit. yeah. good call. Good call. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's random. It's yeah, it's very random. It, yeah. It's random. So random. I'll, I'll give it a pass. With the random. Why don't you hit another one? Yeah, yeah, let's We got uh, time? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do another one. 
<laughs> I've got the earth and then it says trust challenges, but prepare for the profound. Ooh, see now that was much better. Uh, I have uh, uh, a cupped hands with some soil or dirt inside of it. And the text reads, try to make it so that a woman climaxes. Hmm. Very appropriate for the sex robot edition. Of, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Of the uh, JOET podcast. So, uh, all right. So oh, you, oh, oh, my God. Got I've, got a, I've got a good one here. An invention doesn't leave you in the end. Oh. So if you, if you create a sex robot, it's not going to leave your ass. No. <laughs> But it might. It might. If it's one of those Russian uh, sex robots. Yes, it very well could leave you. So, all right, let's hit the randomizer and then let's hit the road. Yes. All right, how many topics this week? I'll let you choose. Let's do 10. All right. Hopefully nothing too crazy. All right, we got coal. We got shoes. We got bats. Oh, no. (laughs) I ain't doing that. (laughs) We ain't falling for that again. Uh, We got tennis. We got lighters. We got rabbits. We got cards. We got Native Americans. We got cheese. And we got sugar. What was before uh, Native Americans? Cards. Mm, What was before that? Rabbits. I like rabbits. You like rabbits? Yeah, that's a safe... (laughs) <laughs> I'm cool with rabbits. Uh, uh, lighters, you never know. And uh, that and lighters is the only mildly interesting one out of all that. I liked Native Americans too, but that might end up with a bunch of Native Americans being killed. Yeah, so. that that's already happened. So we don't want any yeah. more of that. So I'll take uh, I'll take rabbits for the cool. win. Cool rabbits. I used to watch fucking Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny. I love me some goddamn rabbits. Let's do the damn thing for next week. Thank you guys once again for uh, another great show. Hope you enjoyed it. The special edition, Jerk of All Trades. Robot edition. Robot uh, podcast. So, uh, yeah, hit us up, jerkofalltradespodcast at gmail.com, uh, jotpodcast.com for everything you want and need from the jerks. Jerk on. And we'll be back next week. Yes. Right, Ray? Yes, we love you guys. We love you guys. See you next week. We are out.